everybody. Welcome back to The Fin Factor. I'm Paul. And I'm Aaron. This is episode number 140. We've got a few things to talk about. Uh, obviously, a little bit about the week in review here. I specifically want to go over uh, tonight's game because that was awesome. That was pretty sweet. It was phenomenal. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to watch it, uh, we'll get to it uh, as, as we go on here. But then, of course, as the Evander Kane world turns, <laughs> there's more to talk about here. I can't wait, though. You know why? Why? Because this sounds like we're actually getting closer and closer and closer to the end of talking about Evander Kane. But that means it probably won't be, and it's just going to continue to drag, because there's also that option. I hate I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I don't think this is going to end quickly. No. Nor amicably. I'm surprised I said that correctly. That was definitely not bad. Thank you. And, and excellent uh, word choice there. Oh, thank you. The not thank bad you. at all. This is where you uh, get good vocabulary as well, because we <laughs> say things good. Here, um, so uh, again, uh, if you got, you know, somebody who said it was Sam, I think. Can we put that on the screen? What did Sam say to Aaron? He says, uh, "Aaron, you better be on your game tonight." I think is what he said. And uh, Sam, we need you to be on your game as well. Uh, please feel free to uh, comment and subscribe if you're not already subscribed. But more importantly, where we need you to jump in, share if you can, please. Uh, retweet us. Um, either Facebook or Twitter or wherever the platform. As I say, you know, our our I feel like our Instagram account's not getting enough love, Ooh. and uh, we're it's funny we're not at the Fin Factor, we're at Fin Factor on Instagram. That because might be it. Some little eight year old child has locked down the Fin Factor a long time ago, unfortunately. <laughs> so we can't get in there. So uh, yeah, it's probably like a link, really right? awesome Lego building channel or something. Okay, like right. I have yeah. I have to it's, check it out. It's probably not been used in like six, six seven years. Anyway. Uh, yes, Instagram is Fin Factor, not the <laughs> Factor. Okay, so uh, why don't we go ahead, and just jump in, start talking about uh, this past week. Now, if I recall, we had said, or I had hoped for, I thought we could get all all six points. I thought four points was more than doable, and six, I'd be ecstatic, right? To which I believe you sarcastically replied, of course, you'd be ecstatic, right? <laughs> yes, everybody would be. Can't do better um, than six points in three games. And so, I yeah. asked you to try to figure it out, but nobody could. So anyway, um, this week, they ended up getting four out of six. Now, starting off with kind of a deflating loss against the uh, Detroit Red Wings. A six to two loss yeah. against the Red Wings. Not uh, a good look. Well, uh, Detroit, I think I'd mentioned it last week. They're yeah. kind of an up-and-coming team. Um they're more like compared to Buffalo. Buffalo is just going down. Detroit has been down, and they're starting to come back up. They got a lot of young guys, uh, a lot of a lot of good talent that's there, but not they're too young, and they're just not gelling quite well. But at the same time, their record is roughly the same as the Sharks, so they're doing as well as the Sharks are doing this year. If you could say they're doing well, okay, that's, that's not right. like if if the Sharks were at the bottom of the barrel for the last two years, yeah. Which I guess they kind of have been, and do you feel like they're doing better this year than they have been in the last two years? Yeah, I mean, regardless of the record, I would say uh, absolutely, they do look better. They look like a better team. That's um, that's my point about Detroit. That's where they're at. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. No, I, and I like that. So, uh, I mean, again, if we put the record aside, which actually, I mean, the Sharks' record isn't horrible to say. Really, it's not like that bad. Um, but records aside, you take a look at the way that they've been playing, and yes, they've had mm-hmm. some games that are stinkers, and this Detroit game kind of being one of them, only scoring two and allowing six. Um, no bueno, right? So, uh, I mean, they have their spurts where they look really good, though, and they look like they could be a contending team. At the same time, let's not forget, this is also a team that's gone through a lot of COVID, <laughs> uh, some injuries. I mean, tonight's game, they had Jasper Weatherby as their second-line center. 
Right? Well, it's funny when Cogliano or, uh, Bonino. or Bonino yeah. were, were the centers. Like, wow, that's that's where we're at right now. Is yeah. Bonino's our second-line center. Was that two, the last two games before that? Yeah, but at least he's a veteran in the league, you know? I mean, maybe he's not the num- the best number two uh, center in the in the world here. But, right. I mean, Jasper Weatherby kind of got inserted. Played well, though. At least tonight. We'll get to that. Uh, regardless, so the, the deflating... 6-2 loss, like I said, against yep. Detroit. Um, let's move on from that. Let's look at two uh, happier times. <laughs> Playing against the Buffalo Sabres. <sighs> if they lost that game, man. You know. I Yeah. That, that's a must win. I mean, every game, I guess, is a must win. Of but course. You lose to Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo has wins, so there's teams that have lost against them. Yeah. But I just didn't want the Sharks to be one of them. <laughs> well, Buffalo started off hot, right? And then they just been cooling off. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be able to kind of uh, jump in and, and play well. Because you know how it is. Oftentimes you'll get a team like the Sharks. And I think it's just fan bases of every team kind of think this way. But maybe in particular for us because we're Sharks fans. Where they kind of play down to the level of the competition. Right? So if you're playing against a team that's not so hot, say... Detroit, <laughs> you yeah. end up playing not so hot. But it was good to see them kind of bounce back from that game, playing well against a team that they should be beating in, in Buffalo. So uh, that one, they go up 3-2. to two, I'm sorry, 3 nothing actually. And uh, Buffalo kind of storms back. Almost tied up at the end there, but uh, thankfully they kept the puck out of the net and then they yeah. just cruised to a regulation win. Which we haven't seen many of lately. It's either been overtime, yeah. shootouts, or yeah. or losses, so it's good to see a regulation win. I like the RWs better than the ROWs. I certainly do as well. <laughs> um, so, much like last week, and we'll jump into the next game because we want to talk about this one too, um, picking up two out of three wins, right? Because last week, I think, was the same boat. Mm-hmm. So they're on this good trend right now of, of coming out of, of a week uh, ahead of you know, having more wins than losses, basically, right? So they're having a winning record week after week so far. They're putting it together. They may not be streaky in terms of their wins, but they're they're putting them together. So hopefully this kind of continues. I'd love to see this uh, go uh, throughout the up to the trade deadline at least, uh, where we we don't uh, want to trade hurdle. Yeah, <laughs> that's my whole motivation. That we'll see. I mean, if this if. Well, we're going to talk about Kane. Yeah. If they can get Kane's contract on yes. the books, guess who's going to get re-signed? Absolutely. I think. That's a big, big deal. So, um, yeah, I mean, we can we can get into well, that in a minute. But guess who's now more eligible? I guess you would say to to get signed. Doesn't mean he wants to be there. Doesn't right. mean right. Yeah. They, but they now might, they can at least talk numbers right. and give him an idea of hey, if you stay with the Sharks, this is what we can offer. If not, right. then. Uh, Good luck in free agency. Absolutely. Or we'll trade you. Yeah. So, and and uh, and speaking of Hurdle, uh, much like the most popular beaches in Europe, Hurdle decides to go, oh, not your all. <laughs> uh, getting the natural hat trick tonight. Three goals straight. The, uh, the Philadelphia, they put in, first of all, there's only two goal scorers. Okay. James Van Riemsdyk. James Van Riemsdyk. I'll get it out. Okay. You just be patient. Um, he scores the first two goals of the game. And then Hurdle comes storming back. I don't say the Sharks come storming back. I say Hurdle comes storming back. Uh, scored three goals straight. Now two of them in regulation. Uh, and then the third one in overtime. So kind of like the the big hero here, really. And, and I mean, they're talking about him being on the bench, yeah. saying, hey, guys, we got this, right? Being that leader. And, you know, a couple years ago, people would say, oh, Hurdle for captain. And I'm going, you know, he just doesn't seem like he would be captain material, Right, you could be a very good player and motivational and everything else, but maybe not captain material. Yep. But stuff like this does show leadership qualities, uh, where he's he's kind of rallying the troops. He knows 
he's their only hope right now other than Timo Meyer. He knows yeah. he's their only hope. You got Carlson so out. He's, he's Obi-Wan. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Very nice. Hey, Sorry. see, I'm not the only one with the jokes. All right, we <laughs> share. Send money to the <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, we'll do that now, too. Uh, if you'd like I didn't to support- use his last name. <laughs> If you'd like to support the show and maybe buy Aaron some better jokes, uh, you can do that with either uh, Venmo uh, was good, or you can do that through Super Chat as well. So um, Venmo at the Fin Factor for those of you who are uh, listening as a podcast. And if you are listening as a podcast, thank you for joining us there as well. Uh, by the way, if you've got anything uh, in during this live that you want us to talk about, please feel free to put it in the comments, but maybe wait until a little bit later on because we'll be talking about a few things, but we'll be happy to address uh, any of your comments and questions as we go. Um, yeah, he, he just, he stepped up. He stepped up big time. Um, it's what you expect out of him, uh, as, as basically the top player on the team right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's funny. My brother says he, he put everybody in his backpack, right? <laughs> Not just putting uh, somebody on his back. He put the team in his backpack. Yeah. Right. So, uh, it just went for a trek. No, he, the guy's phenomenal. I love him. I love his attitude. I love his skill set. I love everything he brings to the rink. I would hate to lose him. So um, I, I just hope that you know we, we're close enough in contention and he can see far enough into the future that, hey, we got guys like Bordalo, we got guys like Eklund, they're coming. Uh, it makes sense for me to sign here, even if it means maybe one more year where we're kind of not so hot. I mean, he doesn't have to sign a long-term deal. No. I, I want him to, yeah. but there's a chance that maybe the Sharks sign him for a couple years. Who knows? That he could test the waters. Um, there's an interesting stat that they played right before overtime started. So before he had scored his third goal, that he had the most goals in the NHL since December, I think it's December 5th, the game against the Blue Jackets, uh, with 11 goals. So now wow. he has 12 goals in the last, I don't know how many weeks that is, one, two, three, four weeks or so. Um, Was that stat given before the game or before, before overtime? overtime. Going into overtime. So he had already had two goals in that game. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, they uh, he's he's... His price is just going up for both a rental player and to get re-signed. Contract negotiations, yes, yeah. Absolutely. Honestly, and though. It's a contract year. That happens every, <laughs> most players every year. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's true. It does. And uh, you would hope that they just play as hard as they can all the time. And I'm not saying Hurdle's not, but this year it's uh, so That overtime special. goal, I don't know who was defending, but they took, I want to say, was it Weatherby out there with them? Or no, it was Meyer. It was Meyer, They went to yeah. Timo Meyer. They, like, completely covered Timo Meyer for the pass and left uh, Hurdle open. Because yeah. it was Jones, right? Yeah. And when he up against Jones, and he beat Jones. I, look, I couldn't tell if it was 5 hole or if it was short side because he, he was kind of leaning and cheating, I think, because he was trying to cut across. He was expecting a pass, I think. So they were saying that the puck might have actually deflected off the defenseman's stick. Oh, that's why. Because so. he didn't react. Like I was like, oh, there's the Martin Jones of old. That was... <laughs> That was cute. To be fair, um, to I be was fair. I was sitting. To be fair, to be fair, uh, it was I was sitting there watching the game, going, "Gosh, it would be nice to have a good old fashioned Martin Jones breakdown right now." <laughs> it was two nothing at the time. Yes, <laughs> just like please. And uh, Randy Hahn, first of all, shout out to Randy Hahn. Uh, that guy, first of all, he's phenomenal for what he does. But uh, he he really willed the Sharks to a win today. By saying "shut out" about fifty-seven times, <laughs> I think, I think he does that on purpose. Yeah, he does. hundred yeah. percent, he does. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to Randy Hunt, Randy, for watching. Thank you so much. Uh, it was it was awesome to see. So, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm excited. I'm happy that the Sharks picked up two out of the three. I know they could have beat Detroit, and I know that kind of let everybody down for that one. But well, you know what? They also get a rematch on Tuesday. That's true. Which is fantastic. It's fresh in your head. Uh, you know those players. It's too bad we're not in Canada because then. 
<laughs> uh, what's his name? Wouldn't be able to travel. Um, Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi is oh. the only player in the NHL that is not vaccinated, That's so right. he's not allowed to play in any Canadian games. That's right. He's not, at least for now, they're not. Uh, he's not allowed to travel into Canada. Yeah, he's the only one. Just the do only it. one. Just do it. Pure pressure. Just at this do it. point, no. He also, I think, he also got COVID a week or two ago, like during Christmas break. I think he's got the antibodies. He's ready to rock. Okay. Well, now he has to wait ninety days. <laughs> All right, are we done talking about the this week? Actually, you know what? Let's let's check some some comments. See if there's anything anyone's talking about for this week. They were happy with, uh, sad with, uh, any other emotions. We're uh, here well, for you. Samuel did say that Aaron is on fire so far, so thank you. I'm just going to point out all the comments about me. <laughs> uh, Navy forty seven asked, Aaron, you said one time you were majored in history. That is correct. I have a history degree hmm. in history and a business minor because I thought you know I can't do much with a history degree. <laughs> so. Um, He's not doing much anywhere right now. <laughs> Scott wants to know when Aaron's garage will become the new set. Uh, it will not be my garage. The new set will be in producer Jason's house. We're moving on from garages, which is amazing. Yeah. We've been in the garage. I've been in the garage the whole time. Because <laughs> when we were doing remote, I was in my garage. I was in an actual room. Right. So I was not. Felt like a king. I, I'm getting promoted out of the garage into a bedroom. <laughs> I'm so excited. You know what I'm excited for? During winter times when it's freezing cold... There's, if you go back a couple seasons ago, yeah. there's episodes where we're, we're at uh, my brother's garage um, filming it, and I was, my teeth were chattering during the show, <laughs> and I was trying to hide it. It was so cold. I was like, trying to answer you, and I could feel my lips going numb. Like, oh, it was fun. Wow. Good times. You're so dramatic. I was going to say, people from Calgary are laughing at you right Yeah, now. right. Jeez. Uh, okay, so. Frigid 51 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. Anything from uh, from the folks here? No, no they fine. all want to talk about Kane. Is that what it is? Uh, they just of don't course. want to. Of course, think people are here to listen to us. Yeah, probably not. Okay, not talk about it. All right, fine. We'll move on. We'll move on to Evander Kane. Um, so, his <laughs> big dramatic pause, big breath. Here it comes. Uh, the team decides. Sharks decide to put Evander Kane on unconditional waivers for the purpose of contract termination, not buyout. Contract termination. Here you so go. here's this thing that you have better eyesight than I do. So go ahead and, and read that off. <laughs> the San Jose Sharks have informed in Vander Kane that he has been placed on unconditional waivers with the intent to terminate his contract for breach of his NHL standard player contract and for violation of the AHL COVID-19 protocols. The club will have no further comment on this matter. Well, that's unfortunate. I want to ask so many questions. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay, uh, good dramatic letdown there. Um, <laughs> so the uh, the infraction that they are referring to is that um, he had traveled to Vancouver, apparently, uh, while having COVID, right? Well, he was in the protocol. Right. So he uh, that means he must have tested positive. Right. Either he tested positive or he was uh, exposed. But I, think, I don't think if you're exposed, it's that long of a thing. So he must have gotten it. I'm assuming he he got it. Now, uh, does this directly tie in with the fake vaccination card? No, because that happened earlier before the season even started. So this is an example of somebody who (laughs) you got busted for something, whether it was true or not at the time. You got busted for something or or they thought you did something wrong. And then later on, you go and do something wrong. Like the exact same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, why didn't you just learn from that? Like, right? It was related to COVID both times. Right. That's the thing. Like... It's almost like getting suspended for a dirty hit and then going out and doing the same dirty hit. So, like, <laughs> duh. Like, the suspension's going to be longer if there is one. 
so it's like, just like yeah whether or not you you actually faked it the first time around why would you actually do it then the second time around or did you think you were going to get away with it twice right i just to me that's just it's just stupid it's just stupid why would you do that there's, you're already in enough trouble. Why are you tam- why are you playing with fire? I don't know why you're asking these questions cuz Because has, they're not going to answer me cuz the, the, <laughs> the club has But I mean, I, you're asking this of a Vander who has a history of doing <laughs> boneheaded decisions. Like it just doesn't just it learn. makes sense that it doesn't make sense. Learn from it, man. It, I'm just, rooting for you, man. Come on, learn from it, you know? Ugh, it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there what is the theory that he knew he'd get busted and wanted to terminate his contract? Okay. And now they're just playing coy a little. I, I doubt it. I doubt that. Uh, what was the other one? Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, the, the his agent, Dan Milstein, I believe is how you pronounce the name. Uh, Dan sent out a tweet saying that they plan on fighting it. And again, uh, the, the font me, is bigger. Do you want me to read this? You may you? read this. Okay. <laughs> we, Paul's blind, for those that don't know. And this is for for all of you. People, uh, We are aware of the Sharks' decision to put Evander on waivers for contract termination. If he clears, we will file a grievance. The Sharks do not have sufficient grounds for taking this action. Hashtag, we are Gold Star. Which, I, is that the name of his agency? I think agency? it's Gold Star a, a, a Agency thing or whatever, yeah. yeah. So I think that's, that's what it's that's a, all it's about. It's a weird hashtag. So it's funny because they say they have no grounds for contract termination, but if he traveled to Vancouver, which... There were several uh, witnesses to this. Yeah. So the, right? the thing, the big deal about traveling in Vancouver is if you have COVID, you can't even get into the country right. right now. Like, they just, they'll stop you. So if he got into the country and he traveled, I mean, this is one issue of multiple of this thing. If he got in, that means he must have, and I'm, I'm speculating, I don't know, he had he had to have had a f- either a fake test, like a negative right. test or something. Right. Who knows? But. The other or issue is a pair of bolt cutters to cut the fence. Yeah, right. And then the, the border in the border in Canada, there's not exactly walls, right? It, it's he wrote a caribou. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just they plant maple leaf trees all along the border, right? And and hope that the syrup stops you, it <laughs> slows you down. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's their protection. Oh jeez. Oh man, that was about as good as my oh natural uh, earlier. That was pretty solid. Well oh, done. Thank well you. Well done. Did somebody uh, Venmo us or something? Because that was a good joke. <laughs> no, somebody bought him no. a good one. Okay, fire uh, away. Keep going. Anyway, the problem is uh, he went into protocol on, on December twenty second. He's supposed to isolate himself. Right. Um, and he didn't. He left and went somewhere else. He also didn't return the team until January 6th. Right. And then it came out later, like, oh, where were you? Oh, I went to Vancouver, which is where he's from. He probably went to visit family. It was during the holidays. But because he was in protocol, he wasn't even supposed to leave. He was supposed to be completely isolated. So he just blew off the, blew off the, the not even the team, but the league. Like, it's the league protocol. I get it. You've got family in Vancouver, and it's the holidays. I get that. We've all spent like a year and a half, two years on lockdown. Like, go on a Zoom call for this year, maybe next year, okay? But then the other thing is you've got your daughter. That was one of the things was that he was going to be with his daughter. That's why he has custody. Don't worry. I'm not traveling, blah, 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 right? I mean, maybe he took her with him. I don't know, but that just seems like... Well, I imagine he didn't didn't leave her at home. Just Well, I don't know because <laughs> if he's traveling for games and stuff, is she coming with him? I don't know how that works. 
So I, it's just, I don't know. I, I'm I'm just really disappointed with the whole thing. Um, I, I had no hopes whatsoever, by the way. No hopes at all that he was coming back to the Sharks, okay? None whatsoever. I, mean, I was hoping that he would move on from the Sharks so that he can maybe get himself right with another team because sometimes, again, change of scenery, that stuff. Somebody else says, hey, we're going to be harder on you, right? And he kind of falls in. I would love to see him do well because at the end of the day, it's a guy named Evander Kane. It's not just some asset or some talking point, right? It's Absolutely. a person that's there. And to that point, Melissa J said, I feel so sad for his daughter. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. That, that is the the number one, I would say, loser in this situation. In in, I don't want to call her a loser. I'm just saying like, she just loses out on everything. Like This is just awful. I can see she's, the headline right now. She's in, in the factor, middle of Aaron Scholl calls Evander <laughs> Kane's kid a loser. She's in the middle of, of all of this drama and yeah. just terrible I feel bad for her I do I, too I absolutely feel horrible um, the other thing that could have happened here is the Sharks wanted to terminate his contract and couldn't yeah. they probably didn't have enough grounds before this happened and they said you know what we're going to put him in the AHL and if he reports he reports if he doesn't then we can terminate his contract Right. so he's going to report we didn't put him on uh, what's it called um, a a uh, conditional or a um, conditioning stint. Oh right, because right. then they, there's only a certain amount of time. Then he has to get called up. Yep. So they knew he was probably going to do something stupid and be able to terminate his contract. So they're just waiting him out. That that's like another theory there, right? Like, okay, maybe they're just like, you know what, Evander's going to do his thing, <laughs> and he'll do something. He's going to muck it up somehow, and we'll figure it out then. And it happened. That's. You think that's the thing. Thing. They're thinking Evander's going to Evander. Let's just wait him out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, he's got a record. We got a track record of doing it. So I guess, you know, that's a pretty solid bet. But no, so so what they're saying is they don't have the grounds. As Dan Milstein's saying they don't have grounds for contract termination. Right. <laughs> if he traveled outside the country while in uh, COVID protocol, yeah, they do. Well, right now this is turning, this is going to turn into a legal totally. battle. It's going to be lawyers on lawyers going after him. So, And speaking of that legal battle, NHLPA jumped in Correct. and basically said the same thing uh, that Dan Milstein said. Once again, feel free to read. Okay. Uh, this is, again, from the NHLPA, the Players Association. We are aware of the San Jose Sharks' stated intent to terminate Evander Keen's contract. The NHLPA intends to challenge any such action by filing a grievance, which, duh, they're going to do that. <laughs> like They have to do that. That's their job. They, they basically came in and stated, we're doing our jobs here. Be ready for a grievance to challenge uh, or a, a challenge against the grievance. Like, we have to stick up for our players no matter right. if we agree or not. Right. And, and so there's, I mean, we're, we'll talk about Mike Richards later. But what you're saying basically is, is there, there wasn't really a, a precedence here. Yeah. So they kind of, they're just kind of stepping up to say, um, you know, there isn't like a way that this normally goes necessarily. So we're going to jump in and we're going to take the side of the player. Obviously, the Players Association. That, of course, being different than the NHL itself. Mm -hmm. Two separate entities. Don't get the, them confused. Because the Player Association here by default mostly siding with the player, right? The NHL yeah. going to be siding mostly with owners. teams and owners, yep. right? So I think the last statement we have here, if I'm correct, yeah, it's from uh, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly. Um, and actually, we'll put that tweet on if we if we have. Oh, no, no, we, we don't, don't have, have a tweet. tweet. It's an article that, well, that was written. Um, I'll I'll quote yeah. Shang Peng here. Wrote it on on his Twitter. Uh, Twitter on his Twitter. It's Twitter. Wow. It's a Twitter. Wow. It's, it's not even twit. It's on not his even Twitter. late. It's not even late. Um, 
<laughs> Bill, nice. so Bill Daly is, he works for the NHL. So he's on the owner side okay. and the league side. Uh, Bill Daly on the NHL's position terminating his contract. I can say we are satisfied that they have adequate grounds to terminate. Now this is a big deal coming from Bill Daly because he, as, as so far the league has not stepped in or done anything. They've just kind of washed their hands and are like, we're not getting in that yeah. drama. You know, keep it out. So the fact that they said something and said that we agree with the Sharks that they do have grounds uh, means, oh wow, like this could actually have some legs to it and it could yeah. actually work. Yeah, um, and this is something that the Sharks had wanted to do for quite a while, it looks like, right? They right. wanted to get rid of this contract. So, and and I think you had brought it up beforehand. They had the league hadn't said anything, yep. right? Uh, during that entire time where the Sharks were wanted to get rid of that contract, now that they're bringing this up, now that the NHL is agreeing with them, it seems like yeah, there is sufficient grounds. So uh, Dan and, and the NHLPA. They, they, they might have uh, some bad news coming their way because uh, if the, the league agrees with it, it seems like they wouldn't just agree, right? right? They wouldn't just throw that out there like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I To me, that makes it more legit. Like the Sharks are, they have a good case. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, now it's, it's going to be up to a judge and, and lawyers fighting over it and semantics and stuff, but we'll see. Um, uh, anyway, everyone's laughing at my Twitter comment. Quill. <laughs> uh, Oh, I was gonna say I was gonna take something else, but let's go to the the example here. Okay. Is Mike Richards the yeah. best example that's probably even remotely close? Is uh, Mike Richards back in? Ooh, do you remember when this was? No. Um, Twenty fifteen looks like. Check the tweeter. I'll check, check tweeter <laughs> and see what it says. Um, Mike Richards, I believe he had an opioid addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, was not kind of. I don't, it wasn't related to his play. It was like his health. Like, it was bad. And uh, I remember he met with, uh, at the time it was Dean Lombardi, I believe, was still the GM of the Kings. He met with him at his house and figured it out, you know, what's going on and why what's happening. So he, um, they were able to terminate his contract. Now, everyone else in the league was kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't just terminate this guy's contract because he had a huge contract and it was for a, a number of years. Very similar to this situation. I think he actually had more years than what Kane has left. But still, everyone's kind of like, well, if you if you void this contract and terminate it, and he doesn't, there's no penalty whatsoever, like, that's not fair yeah. for the rest of the league that signed these contracts. And, of course, every team has at least one contract on their team that they would love to get rid of. Just poof, yeah. right? Like, gone. And especially a big one like that. Like, there's many teams that have many multiple contracts similar to San Jose's issue. Yeah, yeah. So, um so, of course, the rest of the league was kind of like, no, that's not fair. So, they had to kind of figure it out on their own because nothing like that had happened before. So, there was a penalty. There was a penalty for the Kings essentially voiding his contract but getting penalized for it. So, there was a cap hit. So, he is still on the books. Dead cap space. This is Jeff... Uh, sorry, not Jeff Carter. Mike Richards. Jeff Carter is also on there. But wow. Mike Richards um, is on the Kings... On the books for the Kings through 26-27, I believe. Is that the whole? Mm, no, I think or he's 2032. So 2032? I think he's on the books till 2032. Sorry, yeah, you're right. 2031-32 season. Um, and it gets less. So right now, this year is $900,000 cap hit, which no is deal. like that's a, your almost entry-level contract. Fourth-line guy. Right. Yeah. Um, and then it gets less. It goes 900 again next year, then 700, then 600, and then it's like eventually down to 500. It's, it's right. pennies on the dollar. I would expect something similar to this, I guess you call it a deal, 
where the sharks are going to get penalized. There's going to be a cap hit. Yeah. But at the same time, it's Richards is a much different situation than breaching COVID right. protocol. And I think that, like you said, the the contract must have been longer. Um, for Kane, I feel like if there's this extended um, penalty, if you will, kind of like how you would have a buyout, right? You, you double the years, mm-hmm. right? Um, if there is an extended penalty, I can't imagine we're going to be paying him out till 2032. That just seems like... No, I don't think it would be that long. Right? So I, whatever it is, it should be shorter. Be wrong, but having said that, you look at uh, Richards and it's going down 900, 700, 605, or whatever it is, right? Um, the cap hit then was probably, and the minimum uh, salary was uh, a lot smaller then than it is now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if it were to kind of follow the same um, wavelength as the, the Richards situation, you'd probably not see the final year of that that penalty down in the $500,000 range. You'd probably see it closer to like the $800,000, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. So uh, you can imagine that the years uh, leading up to that final year, it'd still be a pretty decent chunk, probably over a million, uh, going down to that, that last final dollar amount. Uh, is it better than $7 million a year? Absolutely. Even if it's twice the amount of years, absolutely. That's better than buyouts. Right, yeah, that, that's way better than even a buyout. Um, so if this is the route that they can take uh, to get rid of that contract, to get rid of uh, the perceived cancer in the room, um, because it seems like everybody on the team just doesn't want them there. Um, if that's what it takes to get rid of them, um, the penalty for that is much smaller than uh, even I was hoping for. So. Um, I would be more than happy with that situation playing out the way it plays out for the Sharks. Now, again, for Evander, this sucks, right, um, if, if this goes through. Because contract termination is not a buyout. They're not giving him that money. They're stopping the money, right? That's it. And right now, this guy's situation, he can use every dollar that he can get. Yeah. Uh, now, does he go back and sign a contract with another team? <laughs> now, you had talked about this. There was, I think, actually just well, maybe an hour ago or so, uh, Kevin Kurz, who you all remember, of course, and Corey Massasak, mm. I think I said his name right, um, they teamed up and wrote an article that came out just recently, actually just right came before came out an hour ago, yeah. Um, and I think you, you looked at it. Now, they, there were some interesting points in there. I think there was something you wanted to, to bring up there. I don't want to give away. It's a paywall, so I don't want to give well, everything away. A little something, though. Yeah. What? What could happen or what? Give them a little line, and if they buy it, maybe they'd like to subscribe to The Athletic because it's worth it. Right. So. Um, sure, you put me on the spot here. I am. <laughs> um, I mean, they, they're pretty much, they went over everything that we had just talked about with okay. the quotes and everything. Um, we do have a quote, actually, from Bob Bugner, who, who looked at, uh, was asked today what his thoughts were about it. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, but yeah, they could trade him. They could do oh, his three team trade or his three team. He has a no movement clause, right. a limited no movement clause, where he can list three teams that he wants to go to. Um, they believe that it's Tampa Bay, Florida, and Vancouver are the three teams that he has on his list. Florida is interesting, yeah, because they're a great team. They're stacked. Uh, who's on Florida? Jumbo. Yep, and Jumbo, I think, and he got along. I think Jumbo yep. kind of kept him in check while he was here. And when Jumbo left, stuff kind of hit the fan, right? Yeah. With him, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes and signs maybe like a one-year deal. 
uh, if he was able to terminate his contract here and, and be free and be gone. Yeah. Um, I, Florida would not be able to trade for him. They wouldn't have the cap space if they right. did it before anything. Um, Vancouver's also interesting because he's from there, and they just cleaned house. Yeah. Like, they got rid of the GM and the coach and everything, um, and now they're winning like crazy because they got, was it Boudreaux, Bruce Boudreaux in there? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see. I, I would not be surprised. There's going to be a team that's going to take him, I think. Okay. I think he will play this season. See, and, and that's what I'm interested in because, and and again, I think we, we, we'll give them one little nugget from there. <laughs> the um, There was a question posed to anonymous two GMs, right? Two GMs. Two right. executives, it okay. says. Not executives. GMs. Okay, yeah. sorry, executives. Two anonymous executives. And <laughs> you want to just pick one of those and, and read off what they had said in terms of uh, if they're looking at the players? Sure. One says, we discuss every player, not a chance that we trade for Kane. There you go. So if there's not a chance that we would trade for Kane, that's, that's interesting wording. One there, of though. 31 other teams. Sure, sure. But that's interesting wording, though, right? Yeah. We discuss no way, every player. There's no way. We, no, of course they discuss every player. Of course. They have but, to but know everything on for, everyone. For me, it's the uh, the other part. The uh, We would not trade for Kane. Yes. Well, it doesn't say we don't want This It says Kane. not a chance, parentheses, that we trade for Kane. So the question was probably would you trade for Kane. And he just says not a chance. Not a chance. And then they filled it in. Yeah. But so I see I what you're saying. They don't want to give up an asset for him. Exactly. There's no way we're doing that. Yep. Do we take a flyer on him? Absolutely. Maybe. As soon as they're free and ready to go. Look at look at the Tony D'Angelo situation. Yeah. Uh, the Rangers were like, he's never playing for the Rangers again. Or they're going to bury him in the minors. They waited yeah. until the season was over, which is what could happen to Kane. They could bury him in the minors or just say, don't show up. Don't even play. Just stay home and we'll pay you. And then we're going to buy you out in the summer when the buyout period happens. Yeah. That's what they did with Tony D'Angelo. He signed with Carolina, and he's being—he's having a very successful season. Yeah. So that is another route that could happen with the Sharks, which nobody really wants to see because that's a bigger cap hit and a longer cap hit right. than um, contract termination. Yes. Would be, yeah. yeah. No, I would love to see either the contract termination or, I mean, again, not many teams are probably going to be interested in a trade, mm-hmm. but if we could just do a trade, not even getting necessarily big assets coming back. I'm not, I'm not interested in that, but... Um, but I don't think anybody wants to trade uh, for just the reasoning that it's a, it's still got you know some years left on it and it's seven million and if we could just just go out and grab the guy, yep, just give him a new contract that's cheaper, shorter term. There's a lot less risk, and it's going to cost us a whole lot less, right? So it just that makes a lot more sense to every other team out there. So a lot of these people that were saying oh that no one's going to trade for Kane, um, it's that's the truth of it. They're not going to trade for Kane, but it's not because of oh he's not a good player or he's a problem or whatever else they'll still take him on the team it's just that they're not willing to take on that contract for that right. amount of years for that amount of money and give something up to get him right unless you're trading into Arizona in which case let's trade for nothing <laughs> yes it's literally a bag of fucks right um <laughs> uh Bob Bugner this so the news broke today before yeah. the game against Philadelphia and uh Bob Bugner was asked before the game started today uh, kind of what his thoughts were um, so we have a clip here uh, being asked what he thought about the whole situation and uh, what he thinks about it. Yeah, I was just surprised to hear as everybody else. It's obviously a management decision. And, uh, um, you know, I, I see the same thing that we've been dealing with here for, for a long time when, when his name comes up. It's not really a, a focus of this group. We're focused with the guys we have moving forward. And, uh, um, you know, we'll let that other you know management decisions play out how they play out. But uh, really, it's not... Uh, it's it's not an issue for anybody here. 
Um, it, I, it may be too uh, fresh to ask this, but, you know, uh, it, does this news in some way, you know, may provide some closure, I guess, in the end for the coaching staff or the players uh, just to close the book on this uh, saga, I guess? Uh, I, I think we've done that a long time ago. I think that we understood the players that we were going to have on our roster this year and the guys that we're going to use. And we, we've been good at keeping that focus. We've just been concentrating on, uh, um, on winning hockey games and, and, you know, hopefully developing the young guys as they're here and, um, you know, and just keep that team culture and that identity and, and really um, unless you're with us on our roster, then nothing else really is a concern of ours. So, yeah, I mean, Bob basically saying, you know, it was a surprise to him. I'm not sure how much of that is uh, in truth. Well, I think I don't I would imagine that they would have warned him like, hey, you're going to get asked questions because we're going to release this statement. Yeah. And I, I don't I just don't imagine that Bugner's in the dark like that. Like right. nobody would put their coach unless you just are have terrible communication issues. But I don't think they do. Now, there was a question earlier and I don't know the answer to this is uh, Doug Wilson has stepped down briefly for yeah. medical reasons i don't know if he's back yeah uh, we haven't heard anything um if he's back if it is then it's still joe will that's that's acting as gm right now so um i don't know the answer someone had asked do you, you, know, you I, heard anything, I, right? I haven't heard anything regarding uh doug wilson yeah no yeah. no news on him so far anthony, Sanchez. anthony asked about it oh anthony asked there. yeah, yeah. um so yeah, I don't know. Uh, someone else asked us that too last week, and I did not have an answer because we do have a picture up of him right here when we met him. Uh, we interviewed him at the arena two years ago now. That's me. That's me. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of people are talking about Klingberg being possibly traded. I mean, oh, are we? We're done with Kane now. No, so, <laughs> sorry. I'm just like. <laughs> If if this Kane contract is gone, yeah. the doors are going to open wide up for the Sharks. Sure, possibly for this season. Yeah, because there's a lot of teams that have good players. They're not doing so well. Like already trying to get rid of them, right? Um, or trying to get rid of contracts that are bad. Now, right. of course, we would like to see them sign Hurdle, but I'm sure they'll be like, "Hey, Hurdle, you know, we could give you, I don't know, eight million a year, nine mm-hmm. million a year, if you want to stay." So. Uh, this is what we can afford now. Would, would, are you interested? If not, okay, then this is what's going to happen. We're going to try and trade you. I mean, can you imagine if they traded Hurdle for a nice asset coming back that mm-hmm. could play now and also draft picks or a prospect, a hot prospect or something? Like, he could become quite the... We can get quite the return coming back, I think, with all that cap space. I, I think we could definitely get a, a, a solid return for, for Hurdle. Um, but and I said this in, in, in a, a Twitter reply for somebody else or, or Twitter, sorry, maybe it was an Instagram. Um, but <laughs> we uh, we were talking, and I'm saying the the problem with with sending Hurdle away is that who you send him to, your first that you're getting is going to be a, a deep twentieth, right? Twenty eighth overall uh, in the first round. It just that's to me is not getting good value for a guy like Tomas Hurdle. Um, so it, what comes along with the first is really going to be like the the big piece of the puzzle because the first round pick again being in the late twenties unless it's a super deep, deep draft it's just another guy it could yeah. be just like another Mirko Mueller situation right yep. I'm not interested in getting Mirko Mueller for Tomas Hurdle 
So I'm interested in the known quantity. If you're gonna send a prospect my way, that prospect has to be a grade A prospect, right? Right. Um, to go along with that. Someone's drafted in the last two years. That's sure. not quite in the NHL yet. Or in the NHL, but. But then do, why would they give them up? Then, exactly. Right? If they're exactly. in the NHL, no, but if it's someone that's up and coming, that's. If it's an up and coming guy who you've got on, say, if he's two years in, he's, you've got him still on an entry level contract or even on his first contract, right? He's still very right. young. He, you still own his rights. He's, he's probably an RFA, mm-hmm. right? Um, to me, I mean, especially if he's contributing, um, I don't I don't see that team wanting to unload that player. Now, you get Tomas Hurdle, yes, but at the end of the day, he would be considered a rental player unless they can get him to re-sign there. Um, and most teams that are making the playoff push, maybe they have the, the cap space to re-sign a rental player. They probably don't. No. Um, if you look at teams like Tampa Bay and Toronto, right, those guys are kind of up there. Um, and they don't have the cap space. That's my point. They could be trading someone back that sure. has a big salary yeah. that the Sharks would be able to absorb in order to get Hurdle over there. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, okay, so we got this guy with another big salary coming back. Do we want to put ourselves in that position? So you get yourself a player who's about, you know, maybe talent-wise similar, maybe not as good, obviously, because then why trade them? Um, and you get a prospect, or you get a, a, at least a, a draft pick back, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um but if that guy is going to end up, it's just going to be another situation I mean, where you've got me, a bunch of salary, right? It's a first-round pick, a prospect, and maybe a player with a high salary. That's kind of like the, to me, that would be the asking price for Hurdle. Yeah, I think that player would have to have, that third player you're talking about would have to have an expiring contract, though, right? Right. Like, then not, that team can let him go for this season I'm, to have the cap space for yes. it. Yes, I'm not saying be the Arizona yeah. Coyotes and, and take on an eight-year contract. Yeah, we don't... <laughs> <laughs> just like someone that has a year or two left that's still very good and can play, but is, just has a high contract, and they'll be done. Is Datsuk still on their books? <laughs> I don't think Probably. so. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was Zetterberg that was... Oh, God. I, who knows? They got everybody in the league over there. But anyway, okay. Um, so, okay, I, are, are we we done with Evander Kane for today, at least? I'm no, sure I'm next curious. episode, tune back in. We'll be talking about Evander Kane again. It's ridiculous. Uh, they only have Oliver ekman Larson, Darcy Kemper... Michael Grabner is a buyout history. Grabner, man, what happened to that guy? Um, I think that's it. That's their only dead space, which is amazing. Really? They had a bunch come off the books, I think, this okay, year. Okay. I mean, they had Marion Hosa on their team yeah, still. Right. The guy hasn't played in, like, what, six years, seven years? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So that's kind of what you're looking at when you have buyout situations and contract terminations and that kind of thing. You're going to have players on your books for uh, long, much longer than they've actually played for you. So obviously Martin Jones uh, for the Sharks, the last buyout candidate that we had, um, he's going to be on there for a while too, right? I, yeah, but I can't believe that he signed a two-year contract with Philly for two million bucks. That's amazing. It wasn't a one-year. A one-year, let me see what you can do deal. It was, oh, you're, you're still good. I mean, Philadelphia. To be fair, the guy just stopped 44 out of 47 with a 936 save percentage, granted, against the Sharks with Weatherby as the second line center. Yeah. But. Come on. But. He's still got an in on him, I'm telling you. He's not a bad goalie. I still, I don't think he's a bad goalie. I think he's a serviceable backup. But someone that you'd pay $2 million when I feel like you could have paid him one. Because he's still getting paid by the Sharks. You I'm, know? Guessing, I'm guessing somebody else was in the running. Somebody else wanted him too. Uh, yeah, Martin Jones is getting one point nine million through twenty six twenty seven. All right. Um, I didn't write down any of the uh, upcoming games. Do you know the games that are coming up here? They're home uh, Tuesday against Detroit. 
Okay. So that's a, rematch, a big one. That's payback. A rematch against the Red Wings uh, at home. And then Thursday is a big one. That's the Rangers. And they're like the top team in the league right now. Okay. Uh, and then Saturday, another rematch with the Penguins. <laughs> so they see these teams Fun. twice a year. One at home, one away. And they're doing it all in the same week. Right. Like Just getting it over with, I guess. <laughs> ripping the Band-Aid off. It's crazy. Uh, so, yeah. No, it, it'll be nice to... To play against Detroit after that that six two loss, I think at home hopefully they'll have you know all three thousand fans uh, backing them up and uh, hey we'll be- <laughs> hey that game I went to last week was the fullest I'd seen the arena in That's a long good. time. That's I good. would say it was uh, over ninety percent full. Really, it was almost a sellout crowd. I was impressed and it was loud and it was noticeable. That was against uh, the Philly uh, the Flyers. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was the draw because it was Philly, uh, it, the timing because it was you know the week between Christmas right. and New Year's. I think just a lot of that kind of fell into place. So um, it was it was rocking, man. The arena was rocking. It felt great to be back. It felt nice. almost normal, minus the mask on my face that I was screaming into. Yeah, <laughs> cool show. Yeah, so muffled, so muffled. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, do you want to do roll call? Sure, let's do roll call. Roll call. Tell us where you are watching from. And do you think that they have sufficient grounds for contract <laughs> termination? <laughs> on the tweeter. On the tweeter. <laughs> That's great. No, there's still comments. Samuel wrote it again like a couple minutes ago. Nobody uh, liked my Instagram joke. I'm sorry. Instant gram? Instant gram. I said Instagram. That's tweeter. Was, yeah. Or dashes. Dad Show shoes. off your dad shoes. I got them. They're right here. The DCs. Oh, those dad All shoes. All white? Yeah, that's nice. That's really good. Whatever. They're comfortable. I need my toaster. I buy one pair of shoes every like five years. So that's... <laughs> they're comfortable when I'm done. Yeah, Anthony Sanchez. Philly has always had goalie issues. That's my point. I can't believe yeah. they signed <laughs> a goalie that had the worst save percentage for, you know, goalies over so many games for the last two seasons. I just like, what? Oh, okay. I think his point was they're trying to continue the tradition, Oh, Aaron. absolutely. <laughs> And Philly being Philly, did you notice there's some hand gestures over by her? Oh, yeah. The goal? yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they were just saying he was number one. Yeah. With their longest finger. It's because so. their, their pointer finger, I think, was gone. So oh, they had to use is. a different yeah. finger. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Well, either way, we agree he's number one. Very happy with Hurdle. Don't want to see him leaving. <laughs> it should have been Not like sure. this. Three. You scored three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, oh, well. All right. Any, uh, any other <laughs> comments here? He's laughing. Go ahead. No, I'm just I'm laughing at the three comments. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, blah blah blah. Check the tweeter. Um, I doubt Melissa J said I doubt a billionaire like Hasso wouldn't have consulted his legal team before doing this. I I would almost say the other way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I, think I, he, he cares. Care. Yeah, yeah. Like he to me, Platner is. Probably the best owner to have if you were the GM, because you form it's his toy. Yeah, you form a nice relationship yeah. with him. He likes you. I, I'm sure he loves Doug Wilson. Just yeah, yeah. loves his family. Very personable. I mean, he's also German, so they have a different kind of mindset than, I guess, American billionaire owners. Yeah. So like, he was always asked about SAP Arena and when they're going to demo it and build a new arena. And yeah. he's like, "You Americans always want to build something new." There's nothing wrong with this building. We will fix it. I I have no problem spending money to fix it and and keep it going. Um, It's not going anywhere, which I agree. It's like, we don't need to... Can you imagine demoing the arena and building a new one? First of all, where would you put it? 
in downtown. It probably yeah. wouldn't be in downtown anymore, which right. is awful. It's the best place to be in, in downtown. Um, I mean, look at Arizona. That's why they've failed so much is because it's not even in a downtown area. It's like in the middle of nowhere. What if they demoed SAP and then built it right on top of where SAP it was? It would take too long. And played a season at Levi's. Outdoor. Eh, All outdoor. outdoor. That'd be sweet. No, you know the, where are the Niners going to play? Whatever. They overlap for a lot down. of time. Whatever. Let's just play at the Barracuda Stadium, the new one that's opening That'd up next cool. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to say they have about 4, the same 000. amount of fans right now that can make it in, oh. but he says otherwise, so there you go. Was that 4,000 seats? 4,000 something yeah. seats, yeah. That's going to be rocking. I'm excited. I'm excited for that one. I'm close to doing the, the season tickets, I am and too. I can't make all the games. Me neither. So. Let's do it. Right, Combined well, forces. Well. I think it's a $50 deposit. That's it. <laughs> all right, I'm in. All right, done. Let's do it. We will have the Fin Factor season tickets to the Barracuda. How much is the nice suite? I don't know. Uh, they, we need more the Venmo out. and more Super Chats so we can get the sweet people. <laughs> anyway, all right, cool. The obstructed cool. view. The obstructed view? Yeah. Right. Um, any other comments here? or do we? There was um, other games that you wanted to talk about for this week, though, because we only talked about payback with Detroit. I know we said that there's they're going to be playing Pittsburgh as yeah. well, and they're playing... Who else was the, the other game now? Rangers. Rangers, the best team in the league. So... What's now your- let's take a look at these three here, okay? I think we get payback against Detroit, but I don't know about the Rangers, and I don't know about Pittsburgh. So tell me how you feel, Mr. Fantasy Hockey. Uh, let me know what you think here. The Rangers are going to be tough, but the way the Sharks are playing this season, where they play up against good teams, I'm going to say that they'll lose to the Rangers, and they'll probably beat them because okay. they're, I don't know. It also, it also is going to depend on who's in the protocol. That's that, my other question. Is that's who hard. do we get back now? Yeah, right. Who who comes back? I mean, we got I Ferraro know. back, and that was huge deal Massive. missing him. Absolutely huge. Oh, the other thing we're talking about was Vlasic. Vlasic oh, was yeah. scratched for the first time, I think, in a very long time in his career. Um, I know a lot of people last week were calling for him to be scratched, yes. and I think this is the first game after that show because right. it was against Detroit. So very clearly, the message to take away here is that the coaching staff is watching the Fin Factor and they are taking your comments. So please make sure that you get the rest of your friends and family and other Sharks fans in here to give their comments and opinions because obviously it works and it gets things done. Absolutely. 100%. You can't wear dad's shoes to the suite, I don't think. That's hateful, Sam. I'm going to oh, call you, you can, Sam. I'm going to call you Samuel. That. I was about to point that no, one out, out Thank too. you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. No, I got the glasses on. I just... Being lazy. Only if you broadcast shows this week. I would totally do that. And the reason that comment is up there is because Super Producer Jason is on board, right? <laughs> he wants to do it. Look at him. He's smiling. He's smiling back there. I think we need to do an updated tour of the place because I'm sure it's way more yeah. finished than it is than it was when we went and yeah. did our tour this yeah. summer. I think we went in the summer. We'll make some suggestions and the brass will listen to us. And yeah. We'll <laughs> You're funny. I am. Jeez. Hilarious. Uh, um. Anthony said we should go back to the Cow Palace if they demo. For a season? Absolutely not. For a season. That place is awful. It is, but for... No, no. Who is is the team? Was it the Bulls? The San Francisco Bulls? Bulls. Right? Yeah. They're awful. So? Like, the the Cow Palace is awful. The Cow Palace is awful in 91. So? It's 30 years ago. So Hasso Plattner puts some money into the Cow Palace. Right? <laughs> they just buy a lot of Febreze. The Cow Palace did not age well. <laughs> it didn't get better after 30 years. It got worse. I'm saying he'll pump some money into oh, it. It'll be fine. It already had like 40 years worth of disgusting 
smells in it. Now add another thirty. That's seventy years of just <laughs> cows and because it's a, it was like it's for cows. Like they had what do you call it? Yeah. Uh, rodeos. Rodeos. In there. Yeah, they had rodeos. It's, ugh, it's so gross. You can't get that smell out. Dude, Febreze will work. I'm telling you. He's got billions of dollars, as uh, Miss J said. <laughs> so. Matt Lowe said, you guys should need to be the official podcast of the CUDA. I think they have one. Don't they have one? They do. Uh, Nick Nolenberger. Um, yeah. I cannot remember the name of the podcast, though, and I'm not saying that because I'm not trying to drive traffic, but it is Nick Nolenberger. Um, he is the voice of the Barracuda, essentially yeah. Randy Hahn for the CUDA, uh, and he does a podcast on top of that. He's a very hardworking dude, um, very good person as far as I could tell and everything. I've, I've chatted with him a little bit. Uh, we wanted to get him on the show one time, actually, and we just never I think made it, was it happen. Before COVID, yeah, right? it was probably it was probably before COVID because I remember yeah. walking up to him yeah. after a practice, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I haven't been to one of the practices in a very long time. I certainly haven't walked up to anybody without a mask on in a very long time. So, um, yeah, it, it was it was a long time ago. So I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll see if we can kind of reconnect and, and uh, chat with him a little bit because I'm sure he's got some really good insights on the Sharks' uh, prospects mm-hmm. that are coming through the pipeline there. And of course, uh, maybe he's got a little bit of insights on the arena and that kind of thing too so that'd be kind of interesting to talk with him absolutely yeah yeah that'd be fun all right anything else we want to talk about not that i can think of unless there's something there are they just making funny with twitter and my dad shoes still yeah all right i'm gonna send a twit about my shoes twit it's twitter (laughs) send a twit oh (laughs) wow and with that I think we're going to go ahead and end this one. Hey, guys, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, And if you had the misfortune of uh, seeing this as a retweet or a share and jumping into our show, thank you for showing up. We appreciate that. Retweet? Yeah, retweet. Yeah, there you go. If it was retweeted. This is a really... Thanks a lot, Aaron. You're welcome. Um, yes, uh, please feel free to... Uh, I mean, like is, is great. Comments are awesome. Uh, subscribe if you can, because uh, as we go live, we'd love to have you guys jumping in here, giving us the comments, having your friends jump in, family jump in, other Sharks fans jump in. Give us some comments, things to talk about. We love doing that. So it makes the show so much fun for us. Uh, make sure you hit the notification bell so that you get the notification uh, when we do go live. Um, any last second anythings you want to throw out here? Oh, our website. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Thefinfactor.com, where you can go and support the show by getting uh, some T-shirts, perhaps a nice uh, white uh, water bottle. Water bottle, thank you. Uh, it doesn't have to be water. It can be anything. A nice water bottle. Um, fanny pack, right? Mm. Stickers, hats, like you the one that I'm it, wearing right now. What? The fanny pack? No, no. I forget what happened. He did wear it to the game. I did. We I stuffed it with candy and gave one piece of candy out. Creepy. Kind of creepy. I see that now. Thanks for telling me, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> and with that, we will see you guys the uh, next time, which you will know if you are subscribed. So there you go. For Super Producer Jason, I'm Paul. And I'm Aaron. <laughs> and I'm embarrassed for all of us. We will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this episode, check out our other content, especially interviews. You can interact with us directly through social media at The Fin Factor and on Instagram at Fin Factor. And don't forget to join our live streams on YouTube. Visit our website at thefinfactor.com where you'll find all of our episodes as videos or podcasts. You'll also find our exclusive merchandise to help support our show.